You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Well, it's such an honor to have you join me for a new week, and uh, I hope your summer's gotten off to a good start. I want to welcome you to Pursuing God, where we spend a few minutes together Monday through Friday to kind of help you begin, end, or get through your day with just a greater sense that God's there and He cares and He's aware. Uh, This week, I want to talk about one of my favorite topics in the Bible, heaven. And honestly, I think if most people are truthful, the thought of eternity in heaven is not all that attractive to many of us. And that's because the way we picture heaven is often based on scenes from old movies where the inhabitants of heaven sit around all day on clouds, strumming their harps. And, And so in our mind, heaven just seems, can I say it? Boring, an endless monotony of cloud sitting, harp playing, standing around, humming hymns all day, forever and ever and ever. However, the followers of Jesus who lived in the first century, who were under constant persecution, they thought about heaven all the time. And it was one of those first century Jesus followers who wrote in Second Corinthians chapter 4, he said, We know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus from the dead will also raise us with Jesus. Therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we're wasting away, yet inwardly we're being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. They fix their eyes on things unseen. They often talked about the hope of a beautiful and glorious heaven in the first century. They frequently prayed, come back quickly, Lord Jesus, come. The apostle Paul described his future hope of heaven in the presence of God this way. He said, to die is gain. We often don't have Paul's attitude about heaven. I think because we don't live under constant persecution compared to most of the world, we still live in affluence and comfort. And therefore, some of us don't feel the need to be rescued from life in this present world. But I'm confident we'd think differently if we understood the biblical truth about heaven. I wonder how many of you have ever had a pet goldfish. Imagine with me a pet goldfish in the bowl, okay? The goldfish doesn't have a bad life in his bowl. He gets the food he needs. Occasionally, his water gets changed for cleaner, fresher water. Life is good for Mr. Goldfish in the bowl. However, he has no clue whatsoever what he's missing out on. But if you put this guy in the beautiful, clear blue waters of a beach in Hawaii, do you think he might just be a little dissatisfied with life back in the confines of his glass bowl? Wouldn't ocean waters lift his sights beyond the glass bowl a little bit? Why, it would be almost cruel and unusual punishment to let him swim for an hour in the vast freedom of the beautiful ocean and then put him back to life in that little glass bowl. Mr. Goldfish can get by in the glass bowl, but he was not created for a glass bowl. He was created for something more. And listen, you were created for something more. The Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9 and 10, he said, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love him. Some of us have read that verse for years and just said, well, I guess there's no way we can ever begin to grasp what a wonderful place God has prepared for us in heaven, but that's not the end of his sentence. Paul completes the sentence and says, but God has revealed it to us by his spirit. And that means God, the Holy Spirit, 
speaks through descriptions in the Bible to describe this amazing unseen place called heaven for us. Maybe not exhaustively, but certainly accurately. So this week, I'm excited to unpack some of the things we learn from God's word about what heaven is like. And I trust that God, the Holy Spirit, is gonna help you imagine and anticipate and even long for that place where we'll truly be home. Let's pray. Well, God, I'm really looking forward to this week and exploring this wonderful place that awaits those who follow Jesus and have the hope of his resurrection. I pray that your spirit would move through my words, through your holy word, God, to illuminate, to lift our minds, to help us sense a little bit of what you have prepared for us. And God, for those of us who are going through a tough season right now, may it just kind of lift our spirits to know that our hard times are temporary. What awaits us is eternal. And I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, have a great Monday. Catch you tomorrow. You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. 